0: And welcome to Zoe and Lauren's Plentiful Poetry. poetry. Okay, today we'll be taking a trip to Harlem to discuss Elizabeth Acevedo's debut novel, The Poet Poet X, which follows the titular character, 15-year-old Xiomara, as she struggles to deal with her relationship with her family and her mother's religion through poetry.
1: So, in this book, she talks a lot about her family and their relationship. So, her dad isn't really around, and then her mom is kind of very the, like, controlling parent. Yeah, very strict. Yeah, and then she also talks about her relationship with her brother, which is pretty strong, and Lauren's going to give a quote on that.
0: Yeah, so... On page 99, the poem Why Twin is a Terrible Twin for Real, she says that he is an award-winning bound book where I am loose in blank pages. And since he came first, it's his fault, and I'm sticking to that. So she kind of resents her twin for being better, not being better than her, but, like, because her parents kind of seem to like her twin a little more than they like her, just because he's more, he's, like, better in school, does better in school than her, and just isn't quite as rebellious as she is. Okay, so later on in the book, she ends up meeting this one guy named Amon, Aman, who she ends up really liking because, and she ends up kind of going out with him against her parents' wishes and they don't know about it. And she kind of likes him most, like, one of the reasons she kind of likes him a lot is because he's, like, one of the first people to kind of, like, support her, support her poetry and, like, her aspirations and stuff. And he does things, like, he asks her to read him a poem that she wrote, like, he says, read me a poem, X. I want to remember your voice when I think about it tonight. And yeah, yeah, pretty like a sneaky romance, yeah, kind of
1: like, like an outlet for her. He is what he really is, yeah, like, yeah, just kind of an outlet. You yeah. just kind of like listen to music on
0: a bench, yeah, that's pretty much all they do. But
1: she learns soon, she 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 starts to trust him, which she doesn't really do with a lot of people, like opening herself up to people, and she trusts him, but then, um. At one point, she is, like, uh, harassed by this one kid, uh, by her locker, Mm -hmm. and she looks over to Alman, and he's watching the whole thing, and here is the poem in front of my locker. But Alman doesn't move. All the things I needed to tell him about last night, all the things that have changed since we last kissed on the train, evaporate in
0: the heat of my anger. So she, like is really obviously very mad. Yeah, and at this point also her parents of like, her mother specifically has like, caught her and like, she figured out that she was with someone and like, got really mad at her. So like, she's also, X is also dealing with like, that stuff, like the turmoil at home too. Yeah.
1: And then, so she's also very independent. Yeah. And very strong. So after she realizes that she can't depend on him, she walks up to the kid, pushes him and says, if you ever touch me again, I'll put my nails through
0: every pimple in your face. So pretty pretty hardcore. <laughs> yeah, and then when Amon she sees Amon behind him, she says the same thing to him because he didn't stand up for her. Yeah. So yeah.
1: Okay, so she also has another friend other than twin in Amon, which is named Kara Dad, and she's like what her mother wants her to be. She's the very Christian
0: girl who doesn't do anything wrong. Yeah, she describes her as the daughter that her mother always wanted and stuff. Yeah, so... but she always, she always she always like... uh, She's very supportive too, like, even when she doesn't really feel comfortable with supporting her, she's always Mm -hmm. she's always very supportive of X. Yeah,
1: in one poem she calls Convos with Caridad Dad, says this, uh, X, I'm on my way home. C, good, because Xavier and I have been standing on the corner forever. X, thanks again. I know you hate lying. C, yeah, it better have been worth it. Was it worth it? X, it was a lot. I have a lot of feelings, but it was fine.
0: Yeah, and this is after like her friend is covered for her after she went to a party with Amon, so she's like, she's just told her parents that, um, she was going to a party with her friend and her brother, but yeah, she lied to him and stuff. Yeah, yeah, and she also is supportive of X's poetry as well yeah. when she signs her up for this open mic night. So she says that she's the, a quote from the poem Signed Up is she tells me that she signed up me up to perform and immediately my hands start shaking. I've got to get out of here right now. But she's having none of it. She just grabs my arm and, arm and twin pulls me along. You got this, Zio, she says. So yeah, she's very supportive even though she doesn't entirely like believe in what she's doing, she's yeah. always very supportive of her friend.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: She's, like, and they've always been friends since, like, they were very little, so
1: they're, like, nothing alike. Yeah. But they're, like, sisters. They will just uh-huh. always be there. Yeah. Okay, so we're gonna talk about the plot now, now that we've introduced every character. So, basically, the book starts off with just
0: She's stoop-sitting. Yeah,
1: she's just, like, it's in the summer. She's waiting for school year. I think it's her, is it her sophomore year? Yeah, it's her sophomore yeah. year she's going into. And she, uh, she's at church in, like, one part in the beginning. Yeah. And she's complaining to Carrie Dad how she hasn't had her first kiss yet. She hasn't yeah. done anything. She's just really annoyed with how her life is going.
0: Yeah, and she's really disappointed that, like, all the attention that she's getting from men is negative And like how her mom kind of blames her for all of the attention she's getting And she's upset about that So yeah, and then she ends up meeting Amon finally And they hit it off Biology class Yes, in biology class yes. <laughs> So yeah, they end up hitting it off And they go on like a few first, a few dates in secret from her parents And they pretty much just hang out on this bench And like bond over music and stuff mm-hmm. And
1: yeah She also talks about how she goes to like a, like a sketchier school than her brother, Yeah, he's very... Her um, brother's like the smart one, yeah. he goes to
0: the prestigious school. Mm-hmm. And
1: like, he goes to like the smarty smart pants school, yeah. and she's just kind of stuck at her school. Yeah. So she doesn't really hang out with people, she talks about how at lunch she just kind of sat at the same table It's like all these other girls who didn't have any friends. They just kind of, like, sat there
0: and did their own thing. Yeah, they never talked to each other or anything, so yeah. And, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Okay, so one point at school, this one teacher, her English teacher, approaches her, and her name is Ms. Galliano, about joining a poetry club because she's read a lot of her work, like, for assignments and stuff, and she says she's a really good writer. So she offers her, like, to join, offers... to ask her to join the club and then yeah so she doesn't want to join the club because well she wants to join the club but she can't because she's got her confirmation class and they are on conflicting days yeah and she doesn't even think about asking her mom because she just yeah. knows the answer is no yeah because her mom's like yeah obviously very strict and like religious and stuff so she wouldn't want her to skip the class
1: yeah. and yeah. we don't really get to know much about how she like does in school I mean she does have a few like assignments put in this for English she, and um she compares it to her rough draft what she really feels and means and then
0: says yeah. like the final assignment like
1: what she actually turned in and
0: it's they're often very different very she's different, like yeah. always kind of like second guessing herself and like
1: like the mm-hmm.
0: the rough drafts are often more like personal and about her own life but mm-hmm. those like things she turns in are often like just very of generic not generic but yeah kind of generic just assignments
1: I think a lot of people do that though I know yeah, I do I do that too yeah, yeah. if yeah. I have assignment like it, it'll be like a prompt and I'll have uh-huh. something come to mind I'm like oh my gosh and I'm like but I don't know if I really I feel like sharing that yeah so like will try yeah. to
0: think of something else uh, less yeah. personal I've done that before it's like right like this like yeah. great thing and it's like mm, not sure if I want to mm-hmm. turn that in actually yeah. but
1: I hope I hope that one day everyone can like Realize yeah. like, oh, this is
0: like my past. It's okay. Yeah. I can share it. Yeah, and we see later in the book that she actually does begin to do that. But yes. that's later in the book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Again. yeah. So yeah, um and then yeah,
1: just kind of between school hours, she's just like hanging out with on, mm-hmm. going to like she goes to one Halloween party, but doesn't really hang out with any other kids. There is a um there is a conflict that arises at one point because her brother Xavier is gay, oh, yes. but her parents are very religious and are against that. Yeah. So she he one day he comes home with a black eye yeah, and, she's, and she's really worried about that and she's like kind of his
0: protector. Yeah, like she's always like the one who always fought for him when mm-hmm. he was younger and still now she's like, Okay, now who do I have to? who do I have to fight to protect mm-hmm. my brother so she shows shows up to the
1: school and then she sees him like chatting yeah. with this one red-haired boy and she just calls him white boy yeah she doesn't want to admit that he has like a boyfriend mm-hmm. and he's he's kind of like branching
0: away from her i think is what she's scared of yeah like he's becoming his own person he won't need her protection anymore mm-hmm. so yeah she's worried about that yeah So, at this point, things seem to be going, like, really great with her and her boyfriend. Like, they just, like, kissed on the train, and she was, like, mm-hmm. really excited. And then, in this next poem, the shit in the fan, oh. which is alluding to a very popular phrase, oh, yeah. uh, she hears, she comes home, and she says, I hear mommy's yelling through the apartment door before I even turn the key, which isn't right because, I should, because she shouldn't be home yet. It is isn't even four o'clock. I mean, I did miss my stop because I didn't want to quit kiss um Amon kisses. So yeah, she's like confused as to why her mother's yelling. And then in the next stanza, it becomes quite clear that her mother heard about what she was doing on the train and is now very upset with her. Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And then in the last stanza, she says, I can't even be grateful that Twins speaking to me again. I try to make all the big of me small, small, small. Because she's very like, just afraid of her mother, kind of. Yeah,
1: afraid of the consequences, and yeah, really, like, her feelings, I guess. Mm-hmm. Everything is just, like, hiding from
0: her feelings. And again, kind of to, like, where, like, we were talking about before how, it, like, girls often are blamed more. Like, in the next section, she talks about how, like, her, like, she's not upset that her father's yelling at her, even though he's, like, ki- he was kind of, like, he's kind of, he was very, like, I don't know what the word is. To... Yeah, non. He was not committed in relationships yeah. when he was younger. I yeah, there's no mm-hmm. real word for that, but yeah. Yeah, the town talks about they're like, oh, good thing, like your mom yeah. tied him down. Yeah, like
1: it's he's very hypocritical.
0: Yeah, and she says yeah, like pretty much like yeah, like she can't be really mad at him because like men are never called like horrible like yeah. Like, there's no word. There's no like for men. yeah. There's no like male counterpart to like. We're we're like, I don't wanna say it. I'm not Um, gonna say a word, but yeah. uh, We you know what word we're talking about, Mm -hmm. yeah.
1: (laughs) Okay. So she starts to really like get into poetry when her twin like encourages her to when he finds a flyer that she crumpled up in her backpack for the poetry club, he tells her, like, this is your moment, this is what you have to do. And her teacher, Miss um, Galliano, really thinks that she should join the poetry club, so she starts to memorize her own poems. Cause because that's what she sees, the like people doing, in the videos that she watches in class. So, in one poem, holding a poem, in the body, she says, "Tonight after my shower, instead of staring at the parts of myself, I want to puzzle piece into something else." I watch my mouth memorize one of my poems. Uh, Even though I don't ever plan on letting anyone hear it, I think about that poetry video from class. I let the words shape themselves hard on my tongue. I let my hands pretend to be punctuation marks that slash and point and press in on each other. I let my body finally take up all the space it wants. So she uses a lot of... Uh, metaphors and mm-hmm. onomatopoeias
0: yeah like she talks a lot about yeah and she like there's always like kind of this recurring theme throughout the book of like wanting to be small but like she's just feels like she's too big and stuff like 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 her presence is just like too large but like she talks about mm-hmm. being wanting to be small but like when she gets into her poetry she feels like she can be like like whoever she wants to be really mm-hmm. Yeah, and she's even too scared to tell
1: her mom like, mm-hmm. that she's like likes poetry like yeah. her mom knocks on the door and says, like, what are you doing? And she says, she's, she says, verses. I'm memorizing verses. And then, um, she knows that her mom thinks she's like saying Bible verses, verses, but... but she's like, I'm not technically lying.
0: Yeah. Like it's not,
1: but she still won't tell her mom.
0: Yeah. Okay, so now at this point in the book things are kind of beginning to look up for X because she's starting to go to like some of the um, poetry club meetings because she's beginning to skip confirmation class with the help of her friend who's lying for her. And then, okay, so now in the poem, The Good, she starts talking about like how everything's kind of looking up for her in life. Like her relationship with her mother's getting a little be- better. She's um, like her friends, like it's her birthday today and like she's really excited for that. And then in the next poem, The Bad, she starts talking about how she forgot her poetry book at home, which she's mm-hmm. kind of upset about since she had to, like, rehearse some poems for her class. Mm-hmm. But, and then,
1: yeah. But she's been, like, so in- interested in poetry lately that she, like, memorizes them. And yeah. just couldn't say them to the class. But the downturn of her yeah. forgetting her book is that her mom was getting home early that day and found it. She, and then... She leaves a voicemail that says, "Te estoy esperando en casa. I'm waiting for you at home.
0: Yeah, and then the next poem, The Ugly, she finds her mom at home with her book and, like, she's clearly read all of it. And she gets, like, her mom gets really mad at her and she's like, Do you not, like, she's like, talking about, like, how she thinks she doesn't, like, she says, You think I don't know enough about English to figure out you talk about boys in church and me to know all these terrible things you think?
1: And, yeah. She like, says, yeah, what kind of daughter of mine are you? Like, it's it's really very
0: toxic because your daughter can't even have an outlet to express herself. Yeah, like her mom. Yeah, so then like she in the next poem she's like, called. Let me explain. She really like tries to like like explain to her mother that like all of this was private. She's no was reading it. Yeah, planning on like putting it anywhere. Yeah, and then in the last in the last few stanzas, and she says. Then she that she found it, that I wrote it, that I ever thought my thoughts were mine. She holds up the lit match to the corner of my notebook. Get a trash can, Ziamara. I don't want ashes on my floor. Yeah. So, yeah. Burning of the journal. Not, yeah. Not fun at all. So after her big fight with her parents and after she like goes with ramen and stuff, she ends up going to school the next day and her like English teacher, Ms. Galliano, asks her, like What's going on? Because her parents, she apparently called her parents and they were very worried about her. So, yeah, she just tells her to kind of like go home and like face her parents because she needs to do that. And then in the poem Homecoming, she goes and she goes back to the apartment and she finds her mother who's like crying in the kitchen and stuff. And she finally, like, and her mother actually, like, gives her like some, shows her some affection, like, gives her a hug. And they have Father Sean there and they kind of begin to talk about their issues together and mm. and try. then they
1: start meeting like every
0: week Yeah, they talk
1: about like what they need to talk about mm-hmm. like their
0: feelings mm-hmm.
1: like opening up she finally learns to like not hide anymore mm-hmm.
0: yeah like she mentions my mother in the my mother and I poem that they might never be friends they will never shop for a prom dress together or paint each other designs on each other's nails but even though she hopes for one day but for that So, and then she says, and I hope for the words, but for now, her strong pat on my back, her hands through my hair, this small moment is soft, of soft is enough. Mm -hmm. And then, like,
1: it kind of, she continues to open up and, like, she invites Almond over and, like, her other friends after she does a poetry slam. Mm -hmm. And it's in the poem Celebrate With Me. And she says... Uh, Mommy makes rice and beans and orders pizza, a strange mix, but I don't complain. Mommy and Poppy won't call Almond my boyfriend, but they let him sit on the couch. At one point, Isabel starts playing bachata on her phone and pulls Carida to dance with her. Next to me, I see Twin tap his feet and pretend not to look at Stephen. Almond starts Spotify DJing. Miss Galliano and Father Sean begin a heated combo about... Lloyd Mayweather. And there's a tap on my shoulder. I turn to see Poppy holding his hand out to me, reaching for my arm, asking me to dance. I should have taught you a long time ago. Dancing is a good way to tell someone you love them. I catch Molly's eyes in the doorway of the living room. She's smiling at me and says, Palante, Xiomara. Que para er, atras ni uh, para coger impulso. Lauren's way better at reading the Spanish, I'm sorry. I'm not, honestly, so <laughs> <laughs> And she's probably right. There'll be no more backward steps. And so
0: I smile at both of them and step forward. Which is a pretty well-used metaphor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's like, she's finally like, yeah, stepping forward in her life and like, mm-hmm. everything's kind of like going right. And You can like see like, it's interesting to see how like her mother as a character kind of changes throughout the like thing because at one point, when she's at like the, the poetry slam, like she, her mother, instead of like being like unencouraging of her after her performance, she just pretty much says like, like gives her some advice and says use your hands and l- gesture a little less and next time and alta speak up, ziamara So she like gives her advice and like tells her to finally like be herself essentially by mm-hmm. telling her to speak up, kind of. Yeah. So yeah. So, throughout this book, kind of a lot of things evolve, including Ziomara's relationship with religion. like at the beginning, she kind of explains Jesus as a friend she's had her whole childhood, who has suddenly become brand-new, who invites himself over too often, who texts her too much, But at the end, she kind of like, in her first and final draft of an assignment, she when she explains her favorite quote, she gives a Bible verse, the infold, which is a psalm and it's called, and it goes, the unfolding of your words gives light, it gives understanding to the simple. And pretty much she kind of, like, explains how, like, she's, like, now kind of accepting of her mother's religion and understands that her mother's religion is kind of, to her, what poetry is. Mm -hmm. And, like, she finally is, like, able to understand and accept that.
1: Yeah. yeah. It does get pretty intense, though. One point, she is, uh, her mother tells her to pray on this rice yeah, and like, she's like kneeling there praying for such a long time mm-hmm. that she gets little bruises all over her legs from yeah. the rice yeah which is yeah and, and she talks about like she's really glad she was wearing jeans this time uh-huh. which tells you that it's happened before yeah
0: and it's not very good yeah like yeah making your child go through something painful is not not the best form of like, parenting yeah